morning, church family, this Friday morning. Well, coming towards the weekend, and I uh, hope you're well. hope there's a song in your heart, and that uh, you're uh, aware of the Lord's goodness to you, his kindness to you, whatever might be going on around you. We're coming towards the end of chapter 1 in 2 Corinthians, and there's some really encouraging things here for us. Just to say again, we've already mentioned this week that uh, Paul, he he's kind of, he's facing criticisms from the church in Corinth. Um, as we'll see in a moment, he, he he's, he, not only is he uh, um, uh, been in, in prison and out of prison and, and so on, and uh, maybe they didn't want to associate with someone who was uh, being treated like a criminal, I don't know. But also he had to change his travel plans. Again, his, the things that happened in his life. Um, uh, and they were accusing him of uh, not being reliable. Um, so he's, he's, under, uh, he's under pressure, he's under scrutiny. Um, it's not great when Christians misunderstand each other, is it? Really, it, it, it's not great. It, it doesn't glorify God and we, do, we need to... Uh, we need to be, to be on our alert there that we uh, heart towards one another is good and pure and uh, that we glorify God in our relationships. Let's, we're going to read a bit about his travel log that got changed that's become a contentious issue. So we're at verse 15 of chapter 1. And again, Lord, we invite you to speak to us. We covet your words, your voice, your uh, encouragements, your corrections. Lord, we want to hear your voice in Jesus' name. Okay, um, verse 15. Because I was confident of this, I wanted to visit you first so that you might benefit twice. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and then to uh, let you send me on my way to Judea. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or do I make my plans in a worldly manner so that in the same breath I say yes, yes and no, no? But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among, among you by us, by me, Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him, it has always been yes. No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Difficult little passage there, but there's something lovely here. I think what he's saying is this. In, in a sense, he's, he's not wanting to justify himself. He's trying to explain why he, he, he had to change his plans and he hadn't Visited them, visited, visited them when he had planned to. But above that, beyond that, he wants their trust in the Lord to be strong. If he, in a sense, he's not over worried about what they think of him, but they, he wants them to be confident in what God has said. And that, so there's that lovely, lovely verses there. Um, where, where it says about, about, about Jesus Christ. In him, it has always been yes. Listen to this. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? 
The Bible is full of wonderful promises about the Lord being our rock and our stronghold, our deliverer, our fortress. fortress. All the promises of the Bible are focused in the Lord Jesus. And he's the greatest expression of God's yes. When we think of his perfect life, coming from glory, the way he lived among us, his humility, the perfection of his sacrifice for us, the power of his resurrection, the, the certainty of his coming. It's all yes in Christ Jesus. He's the confirmation to us that every promise God ever made, he has, as it were, sealed it with the blood of Jesus and it, it will happen. So we know Jesus will come again. He will be glorified throughout the earth. He will be glorified in your life and mine. All God's promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus because of the blood of Jesus shed for you, the power of his resurrection, the certainty of his coming. You can trust him. What a, it's, it's, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But I, I'm going to keep reading because um, there's even more here. Um, the yes in Christ Jesus. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So be it. That's why we say amen. Oh, it's not a sort of signing off amen. It's a so be it. Yes, Lord. Amen. We're back to this subject of faith, aren't we? We walk by faith. We live by faith. We pray by faith. And we, and we, we want to take hold of God's word and his promises and say, yes, Lord, I believe them even when life is challenging. Beautiful. Now, it is God, verse 21, it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He has anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. <laughs> I think I might be straying into someone else's verses here, but what wonderful, wonderful words that we can take hold of here, here this morning. It's God who makes both us and you stand in Christ. We've been speaking this week about prayer and holding on to the promises of God, but underneath it all are the everlasting arms. He, he, he's going to he will bring you through. He set his seal of ownership on you. Ephesians 1 speaks about the seal of the Spirit, like a, you know, a stamp, a, 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 a mark of ownership. The Holy Spirit in our lives. We belong to him. We belong to him. We've got his, increasingly, his image imprinted on us as we become more and more like Jesus. We ha he has set his seal of ownership on us. He's put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit. The first, the first few pounds, as it were. The, the wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's a deposit of the riches that are in store for you and I 
when we come to be in the Lord's presence, guaranteeing what is to come. I hope that should give us wonderful assurance. Whatever's going on, I guess for Paul, it must have been really important for him as he was uh, ha having some near-death encounters and times when he could have despaired of life itself. I mean, he, he, assurance, he really needed that assurance. And so for you and I, whatever you and I might be going through, uh, be assured because the Lord has set his seal of ownership on you and he's put his spirit in your heart and my heart as a deposit and you've heard me say this many many times when we we're back to singing okay i'm going to finish this this uh, this morning with i'm not going to sing but this theme of singing when we sing the praises of jesus when we just start to open our mouths and glorify jesus the holy spirit who god has placed within us because we, we've been born again we're alive in the spirit the holy spirit joins in we start we start to sing and the holy spirit in us rises up yes that's what i do i glorify jesus that's what jesus said the holy spirit would glorify him so dear dear friends don't forget singing we start the holy spirit joins in and it gives us great assurance guaranteeing what is yet to come God bless you. Have a song in your heart as you go off into today and uh, see you again next week. Bye now.